Welcome to the Moose Bros Podcast, a fitness podcast about a couple of bozos trying to get in shape for the millionth time. We're documenting our journey through this podcast, so follow along and watch us accomplish our goals, and hopefully our journey will inspire you to do the same. Welcome back to the Moose Bros Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk about our workout plan in order to get in shape. That took a derail the moment we started this workout plan. All right. So I guess before we get into the workout plan, you want to do the weigh-in and what happened? And Yeah, yeah. So I could start. Sure. You ready for this epic drum roll? Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember what, what it was last week. So it was 226.2 well. last week. Okay. You want to know what it was this week? Go ahead. 226.2. <laughs> Nice. Lost Didn't move a, whole a single goddamn zero energy. pounds. Okay, so I've been doing this. Well, obviously, I've only been doing this podcast for three weeks, but I've been doing this for I want to say eight weeks. So it's been about two months since I started my weight loss journey. So as I documented before, I wanted to do this slow. I wanted because I usually go into a like a, a dramatic cut of you know a thousand calories, trying to lose two pounds a week. Where and then it never sustains me. So I wanted to do it slow and patiently and let it work out the process. Fuck that. Seventeen hundred calories next week. <laughs> no, but okay, so I'm at twenty three fifty, like I said last week. Mm-hmm. And so far I've been hovering around this two twenty nine, two thirty to two twenty six. So from what I'm learning in this process is that I'm doing something right but it's just not enough, right? So if I'm losing some weight, I'm not losing one pound a week, but I'm possibly losing maybe, you know, half a pound a week, uh, you know, 0.2 pounds a week. So I'm losing something. It's just not at the rate I wanted, you know, a one pound a week rate. So right. I'm either eating too many calories, maybe 2,350 is, you know, I mean, my maintenance isn't as high as my fitness pal tells me. Not mm-hmm. so much of a pal there, are you? Yeah. And then, or, you know, my workouts aren't burning as many calories as I thought. Like, well, me and, uh, what I did is I had the Apple watch mm-hmm. and we realized we really weren't burning as many calories as we initially thought. We would just go for a walk and do our workout. And then we realized it's only like 200 calories burned according to the watch. So we're like, uh, maybe we should do something else. So that's why I started running and walking and, um, doing my workout to burn more calories, but I'm still not losing weight at one pound a week. So another thing I thought of that I wanted to do was I've been weighing myself just every single Saturday. Mm-hmm. So it could be yesterday I had, I ate out, I had kava. It's like a Mediterranean nice. Chipotle version slaps yeah. better than Chipotle. Anyway, <laughs> shout out kava or kava. I don't even know how to say it. I'm going to go with kava because you don't yeah. know. So I, what I, well, I was thinking about doing was, weighing myself every single day until Saturday to see if my weight is fluctuating when I go and weigh myself every Saturday or I'm generally just not losing any weight. I'm losing it at a very slow rate. So that's kind of where I'm at right now in terms of my progress. So what I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to decrease 50 calories. That way, 50 calories times seven, it'd be 350 calories less for the week. If I'm losing weight, but it's not at the rate I want it to be losing weight. That means doing something right is not enough. 
So I think I'm going to decrease my calories by 50 calories this week and see if it has any tip on the scale. Okay. What about um, you? Well, hang on. Before you said how many, how many calories did you burn running and walking? When we use the watch, the Apple watch, uh, our yeah. walk is around two to three miles. Yeah. And I think it's like 120 calories, it says, for that walk, which is about close to an hour. That's pretty low. I remember when we used to go on walks. Remember we used to like walk around and go to Dairy Queen and stuff? And I yeah. feel like that burned enough calories for us to get like a small blizzard or a medium blizzard, which right, is like five, that, 600 calories. That was also like a freaking five-mile walk, though. No. That was I mean, like two from, or three miles. From our house all the way to around South Park, that was at least like five miles, man. I don't know. Because we went from our house... Yeah. All the way down to South Park, which from our house to the school to remember like high school was, I think it's a mile and a half, right? Or no, it's a mile. Yeah. Right. So if it's a mile to the school, then like another mile basically down to South Park. And then if you go around, if we went all the way around back, that'd be like another mile to our home. And then from our home to Dairy Queen would be like maybe half a mile to a mile, and then Dairy Queen back. So it'd be around four miles, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. I still feel like you burned a lot more calories with your walk. And uh, I'm I'm just wondering, like, if, if your body might be going into, like, a starvation mode kind of thing where you're actually burning a lot more calories than you realize so your body's trying to hang on to fat. That, I mean, that's what I, we were thinking of, but I'm just like, I don't know because – Every single time I've lost weight, I've never been above 2,000 calories. This is the first time I'm actually trying to listen to stupid fucking my fitness pal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, I'll, I'll, uh, I won't, you know, shoot them down in case uh, they actually help me out. Then I look like a dumbass. But <laughs> so that's the first time I'm actually listening to them in terms of their one pound recommendation. I used to always set it to losing two pounds a week, which would be like mm -hmm. 16, 1700 calories, which obviously worked for me because, I mean, it's like a drastic cut. So I'm, I'm I'm like trying to pay attention to it and, you know, stick to it as best as I can. And I want to be patient with it because usually what, what I would do in the past, I'd be like, oh, dude, I'm not losing weight. Well, I'm going down 300 calories, you know, and then it would just be. A, and of course, it would work because it was just a drastic cut. That's why I want to experiment and figure out if it's the calories, if I'm not burning. Like, are we overestimating how many calories we need or are we overestimating how much we burn? Like that's, that's the question I've yet to answer all this time because I see people who lose weight on like 3,500 calories right? who seem to do just as much effort that I do, but maybe throughout their day they're doing way more, but obviously they're on YouTube or whatever. They don't actually talk about, you know, the amount of activity they do during the day outside of working out versus, you know, I work at home, sitting at home, basically. <laughs> yeah, just Not being a lot pretty of sedentary. Right. Maybe they're doing way more work throughout their day than I am. Uh, and I, I just like picture myself back in college and when I started losing weight, was I way more active? I mean, you think about yourself as a college student who just typically sits in classes all day, but you're moving to get to class to class. You're going to your car, you're going to your car where it's like parked far away. You're getting all these steps in that you probably were didn't even think of versus now when you're conscious of how many steps you're getting. You're like, wow, I really sit on my ass all day. So I don't yeah. know. I mean, I think like I'm just trying to experiment instead of going into like a drastic cut. Mm -hmm. So I'm either, like I said, overestimating one of the two. And so, like I said, I'm losing some weight. It's just not at the rate I want it to be. I want it to be at one pound a week. 
So there's, there's, you know, I have to make some minor adjustments and I don't want to make too much of adjustment to figure out like what it actually was. If I, like, if I cut 200 calories a week, you know, it might work, but you know, I don't know. So I think I'm just going to try and take it slow and, you know, yeah. I mean, you can, you know, if it doesn't work next week, maybe up it to a hundred and you know what I mean? Like add another or decrease another 50. If you're not losing anything next week, maybe decrease your calories by another 50 and just see what your uh, calorie is, uh, based on, you know, progressively lowering it down. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that the was point where thing. you are losing it. Right. And then I also wanted to weigh myself every single day. You know, like I, I wanted to get away from that because I hate looking at the number every single day. But I think if I just do it as an experiment, like I don't care how much it goes up or down. Mm-hmm. And I just strictly do it to see if I'm losing one pound a week. You know, I think I might do that as well. Yeah, if it works. Uh, all right, for me. So I had a situation come up. <laughs> and so I the guess- wife- situation come up yeah so last week i weighed in at 243.6 this week i actually went up to 245 this morning i weighed in at 245 did you take a shit oh yeah of course that's what okay i mean it's a prereq i'd probably be at like 260 if i didn't oh good call (laughs) so go go ahead do you want to talk about the situation and yeah the situation so so last week's episode we talked about you know, what I should eat before my football game, blah, blah, blah. I actually, I had a steak and a protein shake and just some uh, cliff bars. I didn't really go. I went light. That's uh, light? Jesus. <laughs> well, that's all it was, was steak, protein, and that's it throughout the whole day. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like right before you slammed the no, steak. No, and... no, no, no. <laughs> I had, like, yeah, I was pro- pretty light. I had about a third of my calories. <laughs> I had my protein shake after the podcast and I went and Bought a steak and then ate that while watching football. In a and rock? then just, uh, yeah, yeah, a oh, carnivorous diet. Um, and then I played football, and right before football ended, I got injured. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, uh, I was running a route, and I just heard a pop in my knee, and I just kind of fell to the ground. Shit kind of locked up. I slid myself to the sideline and sat there till the end of the game. I was able to walk on it afterwards, but yeah, it just got worse. Like the next day it got like super stiff, got it checked out. And it turns out I tore my ACL and meniscus. Brutal. So honestly, like that Sunday and Monday, pretty much, I was just stress eating a lot, especially like, uh, Monday after I got to the, the ortho, they took x-rays, checked it out, and the guy told me, he's like, yeah, it's almost guaranteed a torn ACL. He drained a shit ton of blood. And then that Tuesday, I weighed myself. I was at like 247. And I just kind of, I haven't really been paying attention to my calories. I've been uh, eating kind of my healthy meals, quote unquote. But in between, I've been eating a lot of unhealthy stuff too. I went and when I went grocery shopping, I went and saw cheesecake and I bought that. And I've been eating little by little cheesecake almost every day. Hey, good choice, man. Well, best part about this is he tore your ACL and went fucking grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I realized it was like an injury that was going to keep me pretty immobile, like the way it happened. Even if it was like a rolled ankle, I'm like, I don't want to, you know, go the next day and just go grocery shopping on a rolled ankle. So I had, you know, pretty good mobility that night. So 
on my way home, I stopped at Wegmans and uh, bought, you know, quite a bit of food just to make sure that if I can't move, at least have food at home that I can eat. Oh, so you, uh, you're prepared for the apocalypse? Yeah, exactly. So you got a bunch of canned fucking sweet potatoes? <laughs> I, I probably should have. I bought a you bunch got, of snacks and ice you cream. Got, and yeah, the, you got the... Uh... Instead of going non-perishables, you went with straight perishables. You <laughs> yeah, got cheesecake. Like the cheesecake yeah. can only barely could survive on the ride home. <laughs> like I need this in case something happens. In case I can't go to the grocery store anymore, let me get this cheesecake. I'll be fine. Yeah, the important stuff. Honestly, I don't believe you. That sucks, man. I mean, I remember what he told me. I was just like, I kind of thought you were joking at first, and then you're like, no, I definitely fucking fuck some shit up. And I was fearful of that. Like when you explained like what happened. Cause you said you heard a pop, but I was just right. trying to be optimistic and be like, you know, I was just, you know, a sprain or something. So, yeah, well, I mean, at my age, like even when I do squats, sometimes I hear my knees pop, which can't be good. It's never been to the point where like, you know, they pop and like they're immobile. This one, my knee popped a bunch of times and I looked back at it and I was just like, my leg doesn't look like it should right now. I'm pretty fucked. And yes. then I just kind of fell. And the fact Just that I was able to walk, yeah, <laughs> it was a weird fall. I'm trying to recreate it, recreate it, and I can't for some reason. But uh, the fact that I was able to walk on it, I'm like, maybe it's not that serious. You know, usually when you see like athletes get injured and it's you know, like an ACL, like they can't even get up and put pressure on it. But I'm able to walk on it. It just feels weird. Like when I stand and put pressure on it, it almost feels like my knee's going to collapse. Right. But we'll get into that into in a different episode. Yeah, guess, that'll be a uh, lot more uh, details about your knee flapping around. Yeah, it's, That's, just, it's oh, just justification for me gaining weight this week. Um, but I think now that I've kind of went to the ortho and everything, I, I've kind of calmed down, so I'm able to get back into a healthy eating routine. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely understandable. I mean, first, like you said, you're immobile. You're not going to put any weight on your knee unless you're going to get cheesecake, which yeah. just definitely makes sense. But yeah, I mean, you're going to be more immobile. You're going to be just, you know, sitting around all day. And obviously, working out isn't your focus. It's just making sure your knee's all good. So it's definitely understandable. And then probably that, you know, even though if it was two pounds, it was probably just water weight from not, you know, sweating out and exercising a lot that you normally do. So I highly doubt it's two pounds of fat. Um, but, you know, it definitely makes sense that you went up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So did you want to, I mean, we talked for almost 20 minutes about our diets and <laughs> summary, but do you want to go into the meat and potatoes of this, uh, episode? Yeah. So the meat and potatoes, this, like we said in the beginning was our workout plan and routine to get into shape. So, all right. So Harris has obviously took a hit because he, you know, messed up his knee. Uh, mine took a hit because America, corporate America is why <laughs> it took a hit. Okay. This just oh, okay. So basically, I what happened? Out of your was, gym, bro. <laughs> yeah, because of corporate, because of ah. Uh, anyway. this is probably worse than getting kicked out of Planet Fitness for being fucking too yoked. This is this is. I think that's what it was. You know, I think they were looking in the cameras. They're like, all right, these guys are making too many gains. They're recording in here for their Instagrams, like, and we're not going to get any credit for it. Fuck that, four hundred dollars. Not even month. tagging us. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, tagging their stupid log cabin. It's not even a gym. There's a log cabin. They just threw a couple fucking weights in there and called it a gym. It's going to bash anyway, it now. I can't be mad at them because, truth be told, it was our fault. But when it happened, I was pretty mad. So we've been using, so we live with uh, my in-laws. And 
they you know have an apartment so they have their apartment gym that we've been going to right so when we originally started going the hours were awful the hours were from nine to five and that's when everybody works so by the time i got off from work and my wife got off from work we'd go there we try to rush a whole hour workout like 10 minutes and they would close up so we're like whatever we just kept doing it until eventually they're like oh we're gonna change our hours uh, I think it was like nine to eight or something like that, right? Uh-huh. So we started going, but then we wanted to get a better routine because when we, you know, woke up, you know, in the morning, went to work. After work, we'd come home and it's like, you're already tired. You don't want to go. You're like, all right, fuck it. I'll fucking go. And then we would go and walk. And by the time we were done with our workout, our walk, and then dinner, it's already like eight, nine o'clock. We're like, all right, I guess we'll get ready for bed. Mm-hmm. And we're, you know, we have a YouTube channel and, things like that we wanted to work on. We didn't have time. So we're like, okay, how can we get more time in a day? And it's, you can only create more time. So we wanted to wake up in the morning, go to the gym. So, you know, we work out and got our exercise in before the day technically starts. So I would run in the morning. I would do a two mile run, which was about 20 minutes for me. Um, and then I'd meet her. She would do like a hit workout or something. And I would meet her at the gym and then we would work out. So the workout plan I was doing was it's actually an influencer's workout plan. Whitney Simmons. I was going to say Whitney Houston. (laughs) I was like, maybe, I don't know, maybe she's working out, but Whitney Simmons. So one time Houston passed away, dude. Oh shit. All right. (laughs) I didn't know that. Um, But who knows? Maybe she has a workout plan that. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, Whitney Simmons. Yeah. Gene Simmons. Um, Wait, he's the. <laughs> he passed away too. No, <laughs> no, I'll get the hell out of here. Oh, he's the name? lead singer. He's the tongue of, guy, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the other Simmons. The yeah, yeah, it's what the guy in Speedos. Oh, oh, Richard Simmons. Oh, is that it? Okay, so we're doing his workout plan now. Yeah. So, all right, Whitney Simmons workout plan. So, let me tell you why I'm doing a Whitney Simmons workout plan that's probably geared towards women. So, I was looking at before pictures, and I have a before picture on my phone. My ass looks like a fucking flapjack. And I was like, all right, I got a bunch of freaking back problems. And they always say your core and your glutes are the cause of your back problems. Either it's it's an imbalance of strength and, you know, muscle and all that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like either you have a weak core and it's causing back problems or you have a, you know, weak glutes and it's causing back problems. And I was like, you know what? That definitely makes sense. I don't want a flapjack. Yeah, I have lower back pain. Like what I actually think it is, it's my lats. But either way, they're all interconnected, right? Mm-hmm. And, okay, so I don't want a flapjack ass. Right. And I was like, how how can I not get a flapjack ass? Why would I not do a program for a women that's designed for their glutes? Yeah. So that was my justification. Makes sense. It, it was actually a hard workout. I, I think any, you know, even if, like, it sounds like a women's workout or whatever, it was, like, a generally hard workout. There's a lot of movements that i haven't done before that were actually pretty like challenging and then also um it was like higher reps it was usually like 12 to 15 reps and i when i always worked out i always did like 8 to 10 so the higher reps too was like something i've never done before so that was you know kind of just fun and challenging but anyway the workout plan was set up it was two lower two lower body days and two upper body days so the lower body day would be like a glute and ham focus day and then the other day would be like a quad focus day, right? That okay, would be the yeah. two upper... And then the two upper body days would be, it would be a mix of everything, but it would be like one emphasis. So for 
since one of the days was like a shoulder day and it had a mix of chest and like triceps or something. And then the other day was like a back day and it had a mix of shoulders, right? So it was like you did kind of every body part in upper day, but it was one was emphasized over the other ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it's chest day, you did more chest exercises than the shoulder ones and vice versa, right? Mm-hmm. And then on your off day, you would have a one cardio day and then you would have two rest days. And I guess in the program, it's up to your discretion if you wanted to walk, if you wanted to just take a full rest day or whatever. So that was my workout plan. So I had a two mile run in the morning. I would do that workout. Um, you know, obviously whatever day it was, we would just follow the program. And then I would also take a walk at night. So around five, six o'clock before dinner, we would take like that two to three mile walk. So okay, yeah. I would basically get with my run and with that walk, it would be 10,000 steps. Are you sure you're only burning like 200 calories with all that? I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, so for instance, with that watch, like the reason we decided to add like another walk in at night on top of that was we went for a walk for like an hour walk, which we usually do. It was like an hour walk, which is about, I want to say two miles. And the watch said like a hundred some calories, like 118 calories. So if we we're only doing gym. And she also had it on at the gym too. And on an upper body day, it would be like 120 calories burned. Lower body day would be around 200 calories burned. However, fucking Apple calculates it. Who the hell knows what they do over there? So yeah. that's what they said. Online, they actually say those watches overestimate the amount of calories you burn. So I'm like, if this thing's overestimating how much we burn. So if this, if, if this walk was 120 calories, mm-hmm. according to this watch, that means really it was maybe 80 calories. I don't know. Because they're saying that they actually overestimate the movement because when you're wearing it all day, you're talking with your hands and it incorporates that in the amount of calories you're burning in a day when really you're just moving your hands around. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, moving your hands around burns calories. Yeah, if that was the case, fucking Bosnians and Italians would be ripped. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's interesting. Well, see, what I do is I set my calorie limit and then I don't actually uh, count my workout towards my calories. Yeah. So I don't, you know, take calories off or whatever. I feel like that allows me to kind of go over here every now and then. Like if I go over, I'm not going to be too worried about it because I know I've burned calories working mm-hmm. out where those weren't factored into like my daily calories uh, on my fitness pal. Yeah, they're not factored in mine either. Oh, okay. So I like, so I put on the thing. Well, are they factored into when you're um, into your deficit? Yeah. So according to my maintenance, it's around, apparently it says it's like 2,700 for my maintenance. I'm assuming that they already okay, set yeah. the deficit or whatever. Right. And then on right. top of my workouts. You yeah. Know what I mean, so that's why, to me, it's puzzling I'm not losing weight because I would imagine... So it's one or the other, right? I'm eating either more calories or my maintenance isn't as high as, like, whatever it says. It's, like, lower. I mean, I have a history of dieting, so maybe that has affected me along the way. Yeah. But for my workout plan, I, I'm trying my best to make sure... Because, like, for instance, when I go for a run and I hold the phone in my hand when I go for a run, yeah. I don't know how it calculates it, but the run on my phone my two mile run, it says I burn around 234 calories or something like that. Right. So if I calculate 234 for my run and then, you know, 120 for my walk and then another 120 to 150 for my actual workout session. I mean, it's close to 500. What is that? Yeah. That's 480. 480. It's almost 480. Yeah. Okay. So say I'm burning around 480 to 500, say 400 calories the most that's yeah. still i would imagine a big enough deficit to see one pound a week but i'm not 
Um, so that was my previous workout at yeah. the gym when I fucking was able to go to the gym. But I got kicked out. So the reason we got kicked out was because the gym was open from 8 to 8, but we wanted to get this grind session in the morning. 2021, who's waking up at 8 a.m. anymore? Fuck that, 6 a.m. So we wake up, we'll go for a run, work out. And the gym, we had the little fob to get into the gym, and they never locked the gym because their their thing would close at, uh, they would leave at like 5 o'clock, and the gym would stay open until 9, right? Mm-hmm. And then I remember going in there, and I saw people like working out, past like when it was closed on the weekends on Sundays it was never actually open because the office is open uh, is not open but people yeah. were in there, so like dude we can go fuck that eventually they were like hey you guys you're not on the lease you can't go to the gym if you want to go to the gym somebody has to be present during the working hours uh, or we'd have to pay $400 for the year to use the gym now we're forced to work with body weight no gym only like we're thinking about finding a gym but I don't know what the what's going to happen with COVID and like, if it's going to like the numbers are spiking, I think, or whatever, especially here in North Carolina. So I don't know if like they're going to close gyms again and I don't want to get mm-hmm. a membership and we're stuck for a year and we're not even going because it's closed or whatever. Yeah. So there's a calisthenics park, like seven minutes away from us, five, seven minutes away. So we're going to do that. So going our back workout, to calisthenics. <laughs> yeah. So our workout plan is the same setup. So it's going to be two lower body days, two upper body days, but we're going to have to change. Like today in the morning, we went and worked out. It sucked and not yeah. in a good way. Like it was just not challenging. I don't know if we get so used to weights and it was a really challenging workout. Like I said, it was like legit. So now that we got used to that, we're like, you know, doing the bands and we actually bought some like heavier bands. Cause we're like, all right, this is not doing it. I was doing like a, kind of like a Romania deadlift with the bands mm-hmm. and I was getting like 30 reps and I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this? Like I could yeah. do the 30 reps, but I'm like, I, I'm not a, like, I don't know. It's just going to be there forever. So yeah, that's our plan for now. So it's going to be a lower body day. So we're going to have to really incorporate like maybe a little bit more cardio in our workouts, like a faster pace. I used to rest for one minute. So maybe resting for 30 seconds to like, you know, have more burn. That's, yeah. I don't know. So this is going to be a challenge for us. So the plan now is, and then it'll be fun if we could if we could lose weight, and you know build a solid foundation of muscle, um, you know doing calisthenics, which people do all the time. I just right. haven't ever been able to do it. So it'll be fun to you know see if I can do that as well. And if I, I generally like I like working out outside because I like being out in nature and all that. So that's the fun part. Even though today was fucking freezing, we like didn't prepare for <laughs> all. It was like. I think it was like 40 degrees and we're like, yeah, we'll be fine. But we forget the ground is like zero degrees. Right. So we're trying to do like, uh, you know, s- stuff with our hands on the ground or would turn into icicles. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that'll be challenging in terms of my, the previous workout plan. If that wasn't burning enough calories, then who knows how much this one will. So today it wasn't all that challenging. I mean, some movements definitely were like you felt the burn, but other ones were just like, all right, this is just a stretch more than anything. Yeah, the the thing about calisthenics is I feel like it's easier to get into it if you're because it's mostly body weight exercises. So it's easier to get into it if you're like trying to bulk rather than if you're trying to cut. Right. Cause, yeah. Because think about it like if you're doing like regular gym workouts, it's a lot easier to start at 135 bench and work your way up to 225 than it is to just start at 225 and try to get more and more reps up. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, because you're. I didn't even cut you off, but because, yeah, you're pushing your body weight. So if yeah. you're lighter, 
it's a lot easier to throw around your body weight doing pull-ups, push-ups, all the things that like genuinely engage your muscles a lot. Mm-hmm. But if you're starting, like you said, at 225, in my case, 226, <laughs> you know, point yeah. two. Okay, <laughs> scale, stupid piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> so you're like, okay, like you can only do, say, I don't know how many push-ups I could even do. I haven't done push-ups in forever, but say I can do 10 push-ups. You know, that's like my max. It's hard to, it's it's a lot easier to add weight than it is to take off weight. Yeah, like, yeah. So that'll be the challenging part. Like, for instance, I can't do a pull-up. Right. So it's like back day, you're going to have to be very, like, um, creative with your workouts. So Yeah, you're going to have to start using those bands for assisted or do negatives or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess uh, we'll see what you wind up doing. Yeah, maybe we're just going to wind up going to the gym and like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, go ahead. So what was your plan before everything happened? So, yeah. Uh, so I used to go to LA Fitness. And with COVID, it kept getting shut down. I mean, it was shut down for pretty much the entire summer of 2020, which is where I just, like, put on a shit ton of weight. Just I couldn't go to the gym. Like, all I could do was, like, go to the football field and just run around. So it opened back up. And then over the winter, it shut down again. And I got pissed off. So I canceled my membership and decided to invest in a home gym. I bought a power rack, bought a shit ton of weights. I actually drove like two hours to buy a barbell and uh, 215 pounds of uh, bumper plates. How dedicated you are, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, bought an easy curl bar, which I never fucking use because for some reason it's just too short. And uh, what else did I get? Just a couple of weeks ago, I bought adjustable dumbbells, which were like $600 that adjust from 10 to 90 pounds. Ooh, solid investment. So I was ready. I put in so much money into all of this, um, had a workout plan going, and then this happened. But to get, Life, into my, to get into my workout plan, I've literally done everything possible. I've bought probably four or $500 worth of workout plans from different, you know, Instagram people. And I mean, just all over the place. And essentially what I did with, the one I'm doing now is just kind of combined the parts that I thought gave me the best results. So the basis for it is a workout plan by a guy we mentioned before, Radu. Yeah. Um, which I'm pretty sure he just ripped off of Kino Body, but whatever. I give. Him I think credit. they're like working together though, because I think yeah. that guy. I think he used his plan to get into shape, so he just changed like certain things right, about right. it. Because even in that workout plan, it says, like, with help of, like, it has the Kino Body logo in, in there, like, in the pamphlet. Right, right. So. Um, so what his workout plan is, is I believe it's an upper or lower split. Honestly, I, I feel like I've gotten pretty far away from it that I don't remember. But, yeah, I think his is an upper or lower split. And it's really focused on getting, as far as upper body goes, getting your, was it pull-ups to be, like, one and a half times your weight? To be yeah, able to like, like, I think it was dips to do like two times your weight or, or yeah, because his I think I think his thing was focused on um, strength per body weight. Yeah, yeah, right. It was like how to determine, you know, how right. I guess like if you lift or not. Yeah, and yeah, he had an upper lower split, but I don't think he actually had squats in his. Regardless, doesn't matter. So I'm gonna tell you what mine was. Mine was an upper lower split, kind of like yours. Um, except I had a five-day one where Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I would do upper body and Tuesday, Thursday was lower body. But when I did my upper body workouts, it would kind of be a rotation where I would do uh, one body part. So let's say back, I would do it for 
a heavy weight. So I would do a compound where, you know, a uh, compound exercise for heavy weight that I could do for like one to three reps. So probably something like barbell uh, rows. I would do it for a weight that I can do for one to three reps. Then I do another body part. Then I can go up to five reps, another body part to seven. And then I'd go back to the original body part that I can do for like 10 to 12 reps. Yeah. Sounds pretty cool. intense. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah so I would so kind of rotate that. Before you can even lift. <laughs> I would kind of rotate that. So, yeah. so Wednesdays it would be like uh, a ch heavy chest workout. And then just kind of lighter on the other two. Fridays would be a heavy shoulder workout, lighter on the other two. Okay. And then Tuesday and Thursday would be focused on legs, where I would do a heavy squat and then medium uh, Romanian deadlift and just a couple other leg exercises. The other day would be a heavy Romanian deadlift and uh, lighter squat and then easy on the other exercises. I kind of changed that to be, have my second day be more of a plyo one, where I do things like... I don't know, band stuff. I, like I put in hand cleans in there and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So it sounds like your workout, you had like an emphasis, like one movement, a compound movement was definitely emphasized on like a strength builder. And the yeah. other ones were kind of higher rep and kind of that burn feeling. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So the further I went into the workout, it would be lower weight and more reps. That way you could just kind of get the heavy workout, at the beginning and then as you lose energy you'd kind of do more and more burn stuff endurance stuff okay yeah. um so now it sounds like you enjoyed that workout yeah. i'm assuming the way you you know built it up <laughs> so now what uh what's the plan for you going forward in terms of this are you allowed to do upper body do you have to completely stay yeah. off your knee what's going on i'm not completely supposed to stay off my knee i'm supposed to try and get my range of motion back as much as possible Mm -hmm. But with that said, I can't really do any anything that would put too much pressure on there. So like for my Mondays, I can't do barbell rows anymore because I need my legs to kind of hold the barbell up. So I can still do upper body stuff so long as it doesn't incorporate my legs. So I think back is actually the one that would be the hardest one just because like it's a lot of row stuff. I can still do dumbbell rows, although it's kind of weird. And the... The bands that I have to do, like lat pull downs and stuff, don't really do much, but I'm going to have to do what I can with it. So essentially, I just took out my Tuesday and Thursday workout, and I'm just going to have to adjust my Monday, Wednesday, Fridays to yeah. to do the upper body exercises that I can do. And I'm going to add in arms and abs there, I guess, whatever I can mm -hmm. do. I would, yeah, I mean, have you talked to your physician about? that like is there any specific things you have to stay away from that will like put your foot like you know, i said you have to get your range of motion back because i know for instance when i do bench press i feel like i you know i drive my legs into the ground to try and yeah, you yeah. know push that, the thing like would that be something that actually messes with your leg have you talked to him about i, it or I didn't ask him specifically about that he told me to stay away from things which i can't even do because i can't run but mm -hmm. stay away from things that would require knee stability i guess so he's yeah, like okay. don't go skiing or snowboarding yeah no um, shit <laughs> yeah the fact that to say that you know some fucking ass clown went right. snowboarding <laughs> but coming from the guy who went grocery shopping <laughs> listen I, I used the cart to hold myself up so it wasn't that bad <laughs> but yeah like even when i do bench now i kind of just lift my right leg up that's the one that i heard i kind of just lift my right leg up and just use the left one for stability okay what was i doing yeah, I was doing like Australian pull-ups uh, today, and I just did it on like one leg, one like leg, the yeah. left, left the other one in the air. Okay. Um, 
just I don't want to do anything that puts too much pressure on. Yeah. Like even because I have it wrapped up in an ace bandage right now, but if I take the bandage off and I walk on it for maybe a half hour, I just it almost feels like a ball is growing in the like the lower part of my quad. Mm -hmm. So I have to ice it, and even after my workout, I have to ice it just because I kind of walk around in between sets. Yeah. And doing things such as like overhead press uh, and dumbbell press, where you gotta like kind of kick up the weight. That's yeah. gotten awkward, but I'm able to do it somehow. So. Maybe one thing you could do is obviously I would definitely talk to, you know, a professional about, mm -hmm. you know, certain movements that you should stay away from. But maybe now you can focus on like lighter weight. So, for instance, on your bench press, on your, um, you know, shoulder movements or whatever that requires some like knee stability. You know, maybe if you did like 15 reps that way, you don't have to emphasize so much on like working with power rather just like, you know, trying to yeah, work the muscle. Yeah. I mean, that'd True. be something maybe you can try or even like, um, for instance, when you're doing the Australian pull-ups with anybody that doesn't know that it's basically, um, it's basically like a, a row, but with your body weight, mm -hmm. um, you could maybe rest your leg on a chair. So it's not just hanging up in the air. Cause I'd imagine if it's yeah. hanging in the air, it's probably requiring some stability to true. Right. I don't but know. At the same time, like, I, I'm, I'm going to go to a physical therapy as well to yeah. regain the range of motion. The one thing he did say is like, it's important to kind of get to that point where I can lift my leg up straight and hold it. Cause he oh, said man. that after surgery, he's like, I'm going to take your knee brace off when you're able to show me that you can lift your leg up straight and hold it that way. So that those, that can possibly be helping you actually build that range of motion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause he oh, wants okay. me to get it to be able to get as flat as possible. Um, I mean, be able to, bend it as much as possible and get it to yeah. be as flat as possible. So that's why I'm not really too worried about holding it up. I mean, worst case scenario, I can just let it rest on the floor too, just so long as I don't put pressure on that leg yeah. and just use my other one. Um, as far as cardio goes, I actually didn't, haven't been doing any cardio. I figured football was going to be my cardio and yeah. that isn't going to work out. And it actually sucks because a guy, I think we both follow Omar Bolden. Yeah. You know, yeah. Football player. He actually just came out with a workout plan, which is like a lot of like plyo and cardio stuff mm. that I was thinking about buying. And I'm, I was looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm really looking to do some cardio. So I might as well buy this. Right. And I was going to buy it before football. Forgot about it. Went to football. And afterwards, I was like, well, there's no point anymore. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's no reason to buy this fucking plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that sucks. I think the biggest challenge for you now is the you know, burning calories, like how much are you actually going to burn yeah. just, you know, doing these upper body weights. So whether it's lower weight, higher weight or whatever. So what do you think you're going to do in terms of that? Are you just going to, you know, try and eat at maintenance and not even worry about losing weight? Are you going to try to make this a challenge of see if you can lose weight, you know, without doing cardio or what do you think? Yeah, I think for now I'm going to keep it, uh, at the calories that I did have mm -hmm. and see if I am losing weight that way. And if I am, then I'm just going to keep that calorie count until, until I stop losing weight or until I get more active. So adjust accordingly. But for the time being, I'm going to keep my calories where they were and then, uh, you know, adjust accordingly, kind of like okay, cool. you, but you're already adjusting. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so we talked a little bit about like what we are doing currently, as we mentioned before, we've been in shape before we've, you know, have had success losing weight. What would you, if you're, if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, they just talked about these intense workouts. Like I have no idea how to work out. 
What do you think yeah, you would suggest to somebody who, whether they're brand new to the gym, whether they're brand new to, you know, working out with their body weight or whatever it is, what would you suggest they do like a workout plan? Like, what do you think would be a good beginner guide? Maybe. Plan. Yeah. Uh, I guess it depends on what you want to do with your body. Like if you want to get big and buff or if you're trying to like slim down, I think if I was to start all over again, honestly, bro splits are just the easiest you, you hit every body part that you need all the major body parts mm-hmm. and they are a good way to build muscle so uh i mean they're called bro splits but you essentially do a different body part each day right being chest back shoulders legs and then on fridays you can do like abs and arms um so if i was to start over again i would start again with bro splits I think mm-hmm. you'd probably see the fastest results that way too. And then figure out from there, like what you like the most and then just, uh, you know, adjust it accordingly. If you, you know, you can go to something like, if you feel like you're getting too tired during your workout, maybe change it to something like mine where you're doing upper lower body, where you do different bo- upper body parts, certain, you know, throughout your upper body day, that mm-hmm. way one body part doesn't get way too sore. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would probably, if I had to, I would probably do that and then throw in some cardio in there with either running or, I mean, anything, to be honest, whatever gets your heart rate up and gets you sweating. Yeah. Uh, My suggestion would be, it's always going to come down to, eventually, you're going to find out what you enjoy the most and what workouts you enjoy the most, what style you work the most, because I'd imagine all these have some success. I mean... But regardless, if I'm if I'm starting out for the first time, I would do like you said the bro splits, which would be one body part a day. But I would I wouldn't focus on uh, I would focus on I guess a minimal workout or minimalist workout. So I would just for instance on my leg day, I would do squat and I would you know make sure I squatted every single leg day and then incorporate it with some other you know I mean like simple machines that you don't feel like you're gonna like break your shit. So you know like yeah. the casual like the leg lift things or whatever the fuck they're called the right. you know, hamstring curls yeah yeah um, yeah like a leg press something like that that's like a machine that you get your body used to stabilizing itself right uh and then for chest day like you know a chest day i would obviously do the the classic like a bench press an inclined press uh push up and then for back day you know if you can't do pull-ups you know rows like very simple compound movements that get you used to working out and then as you get better at those movements, I would then start to incorporate those opposite of compound movements without isolation. Isolation, yeah. Right. Um, you know, certain things that you feel like you can target your muscle more or whatever. Mm-hmm. But as a beginner, I would yeah, just stick actually, to the basics yeah. of, you know, the compound stuff, like just bench press and not even worry about the other stuff until you get used to handling those weights. And then for cardio, I would just do walks. I would start with walking you know, whether it's an hour a day, if you're, you know, if you're already walking half hour a day, you know, push it to an hour. If you're not walking at all, maybe push half hour. And I honestly would start slow because when I started, I went full fucking ham, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. when I look back at it, when you initially start to lose weight, it's typically the most successful for you because you're already like, you know, your body has never done this before. So it's going to respond really well to it. So if, you are new to working out or new to losing weight and you don't really know where to start. I would start with this basic movements, you know, squat, bench press, rows and shoulder press. 
and then just kind of work from there. Even if you go to the gym and you do five sets of squat and that's yeah. all you do, I would just start with that. Just so your body gets used to working its muscles that way. And yeah. then eventually just start, you know, working your way up and adding those extra stuff that once that becomes easy. Um, and then just walking in, I think just really taking your time and being patient with it until you are experienced enough where you can make your own workout plan where you can, you know, see what works best for your body and incorporate all those to make your own workout plan. Yeah. I think, um, a big thing with people is that even like for me, like one of the reasons I didn't want to go to the gym is just cause I'm intimidated kind of by the free weight section, like just doing, like you said, like a bench press or just one kind of free weight exercise and yeah. then going into machines because machines, they have, even have pictures on them to show you like what part exactly you're working out, to right. how to do it. They have instructions. And I think people feel a lot more comfortable with machines. And I think if you keep going to the gym, you do like a little bit of free weight. I think eventually you keep getting into more and more free weight stuff and you get away from the machines that are kind of constricting your range of motion on certain exercises. And it's not to say that machines are bad by any means, but I think they're a good way. They're kind of training wheels for the gym. Yeah. They're a good way to get, get you used to doing certain exercises that you'll eventually, you know, see which ones you like the best, see which ones you can evolve, evolve and just whatever kind of works for you to get you the body type that you want. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good point of, you know, maybe starting with one freeway. I mean, there's people who build bodies uh, with just doing machines, you yeah, know, yeah. because at the end of the day, you're working your muscle. It might not be the correct, you know, I don't want to say correct range of motion, but full range of motion. And you have full control over how you move the dumbbells because the machine is doing part of it. But that at least gets your body used to the movement. You know, for instance, right. if you've never done a push up, I would recommend you do push ups before you do bench press because you have to, uh, you know, you have to get your body used to stabilizing weight. Right. And if you do it with your own body first, then when you actually pick up, because I remember the first time I did a bench or dumbbell press, well, I used to mm -hmm. just do a bench press and it's a fixed range of motion because your hands are, you know, on the bar. Once yeah. you go to dumbbells, you feel like a fucking noodle. The fucking yeah, yeah. dumbbells are flying left to right. You're hitting your fucking friend who's doing push ups over there. You're like, oh shit, my bad. So it's like, Honestly, just take it slow for the first week. I said, if you start with machines for the first two weeks and then the third week you go in, like, hey, I'm going to do, you know, a bench press this time. Obviously, make sure you have a spotter, make sure you're safe, but start slow and don't go, you know, full go because to get yeah. in the shape, you don't really have to be, you don't really have to make that much of a dramatic move as most people think. Most people think you have to wake up and run and, do five yeah. miles a day and do this insane cardio. And of course that works because you're, you know, you're burning a lot of calories, but it, you know, always think about it as you're not going to get in shape in a, in two weeks. You're not going to get in shape in a month. You're going to get in shape over a year. So whatever yeah. process you do, just think of it. Okay. Next year I'm going to be in shape, not in two months and start slow. And, you know, I mm -hmm. think you'll, um, I think you'll learn as you keep going, you'll be more invested in it. And eventually you'll find out what's fun for you. One of the more important things to remember is that this is not a competition. If you see guys that are just like yoked and just like throwing weights around and all this and that, you know, try, try not, unless you're, you know, that's your goal is to be like a power lifter where you're actually competing. There's no point in, in competing with every, anybody else, um, depending on what kind of exercises they do or how much weight they can put up. There, I, I see no point in trying to do more weight than you're comfortable with 
Uh, it's all all that's going to happen is you're going to get injured. Honestly, we can cover that in our uh, injury yeah, I was just gonna say, injury uh, episode because that's that's how I've been injured most of the time is just by pushing yourself too much, and all it's going to do is ruin things because you're going to wind up injuring yourself, not being able to work out certain body parts, and it's just going to slow you down. So the the smartest thing to do is start slowly, build your way up, and just don't don't overdo it. Yeah, exactly. Just be better than you were, you know, yesterday. Don't compare yourself to others. And they've been probably doing it for five, six years, and that's why they can throw around weights and pick up boulders and throw it over their shoulders and, yeah. you know, break mirrors and shit. But for you, you've never done it before. Just focus on yourself and you get better every day. You'll be good. Obviously, that's definitely something we're, we'll eventually get into the topic later on. I don't want to talk too much about that because, you know, today was about workouts. But that's definitely something – we will mention down the road in the podcast about basically your mindset and, um, you know, in terms of losing weight and getting in shape and things like that, you know, not pushing yourself and, uh, you know, taking your time with the process to, you know, build the body you want. Yeah. Do you want to touch on anything else? I wanted to touch on something. If uh, any of my friends are listening to this and you've listened to all 50 some minutes, I just want to. I just want you to know that you're all fucking frauds, because straight up, straight up. because uh, or any of my friends that are bodybuilders, they're all frauds. Straight up. I was watching a Ronnie Coleman documentary, and I sent a bunch of people that one video that I sent to you too of Ronnie yeah. Coleman doing the fucking rose. Lightweight, said, lightweight baby. baby. Yep. I sent it to a bunch of people, and you are the only one that actually understood what it was. Nobody else got it. So anybody else that claims of Ronnie Coleman, dude. anybody else that claims they lift, you don't. Straight up. I'm only at that. Punk, see you next week. Nope. Oh.